Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, Akuo. I'm so glad to be back with you once again to continue in this series called Inspect Yourself. Now, we've been taking a good, hard look at ourselves on a very regular basis while we have been in this series because we need to understand the ways that we are supposed to be living out what God has called us to do based off of how we have been put together. So part of this is, is learning our identity, learning what God has said we are, and then living out of that. So in this series, what I want to do is lead us in a time of introspection, where we will take a look at ourselves through the lens of how God has put us together and how we have been given even more because of Jesus. Now, in addition to taking a look at that, we, what we have, we will be looking at how we use what we have. So it's ID and it's how to live it out. Now, before we go any further, let me just go ahead and pray for this message here. So Jesus, we ask that you would just be speaking today. We ask that we would be able to hear your voice. We ask that you would show us all the different ways that you have put us together, all the different ways that you have given us advantages in this world and how we can use those advantages to serve you better. We thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray these things in your name. Amen. Okay, I have something that I have to share with you. One of my favorite things in the world is to watch a good sitcom. Now, before I go any further, I'd just like to apologize to all of you true, true crime and, and drama TV people. All that's fine, but like at the end of the day, when I sit down, I don't wanna see like a murder show. I wanna like laugh at something that's silly. Okay, so for me, there are four sitcoms, four, that I will cycle through regularly. Now, I'm not saying that these are the greatest sitcoms of all time, and I'm not looking to have that argument with anybody, but what I am saying is that these are the ones that I have connected to, and these are the ones that I like to watch. So here are the four. The first one is The Office. Then there's also Parks and Rec, New Girl, and Community. Now, part of the reason I like all of these shows so much is because they all happen in very normal places, right? Like a place that I have found myself in multiple times or, or I can easily imagine that I find myself in. So the office is in, well, an office, right? A workplace, a paper company. Parks and Rec happens in a department of a city government, the Parks and Recreation Department. And the new girl, well, they spend a lot of time in a loft apartment and I've been in a loft apartment before uh, for, for a little bit. And community happens at a community college which I, was, I spent some time at as well. Now, in all of these shows, a group of diverse people from different backgrounds all figure their way through a problem every single episode. Now, along the way, while they're trying to solve these problems, hijinks will happen. And the thing that normally gets me, though, is that all of these people, the characters in the show and the actors that play them, they all have different experiences and have come together to make something that creates joy in people's lives. And in all of these shows, we see that the sum of all these people in these shows, whether the characters or the actors, uh, they're greater than the parts, right? Than if they just stood alone like that. Now, in a lot of ways, I think we are living out the same thing here at Akua. I think we are all coming from different areas, backgrounds, and neighborhoods to create something greater than we ever could 
if we were just by ourselves. There are issues that we will face, right, as a, as a community. And then while we're trying to figure it out, hijinks will ensue. And at the end of the day, we will find ourselves in a better place than we were before. Now, another similarity with, with us and these sitcoms is that in most of these shows, the leader is a little weird, which I think is something we have also going for us here at Akuo, you know, just a little bit off. Now, the thing that I do want us to take away and, and talk about is that all of these shows have people from all of the, or have all these shows have people that have come from one place and, and they end up in a place that's much better than they were before because they had one another and their lives are changed. And we actually see this exact idea at work in the letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to his friends in the church at Ephesus. Now, just to give you some context, these people that he's writing to, well, they are believers in Jesus already which is important for us to know as we see what Paul is writing and explaining to them. So let's take a look to see what Paul had to say to his friends that were over there in Ephesus. Here's what he wrote. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. So if you were with us last week, thank you for, for watching. If you didn't, you can go back and, and watch that one or listen to that one as well, because last week we saw Paul telling all the people that believe in Jesus that they are now God's masterpiece. And this is the piece that's right after that. He continues to go back to where they started. But Paul goes away from how God viewed the Gentiles and starts with how the world looked at them. And really, no one's safe, whether you are Jew or Gentile in this section. First, the, the disc that is thrown at the Gentiles is uncircumcised heathen, which is a way to say someone that doesn't have God in their lives and also someone that is uncivilized. It's saying that they are godless and classless which is a tough thing to, to say to people, right? But the Jewish people felt very comfortable saying that. Uh, then on the other side, the Jewish people, well, they get it too. Paul says that, sure, they were circumcised, but that only affected their body, not their heart. They didn't know God either, even though they were doing all this stuff that they were supposed to be doing. But after that, it gets a little more real. Paul lists these five privileges that the Gentiles went without. The first one is living without Jesus. They were living without Jesus. And to be fair, no one had Jesus at that point. But it was still true. These Gentiles did not have Jesus. They were also excluded from citizenship of Israel. Not only were the Gentiles not allowed to participate with the Jewish people in their spiritual life, but their lack of a similar spirituality kept them from enjoying the benefits of being a part of the nation of Israel, the actual country. So they missed out on all of that stuff as well. The Gentiles were also ignorant to the promises that God made to them. The Gentiles had no idea that God had made any promises to the world. So they were just kind of living without God, right? Which is the next one. They were living without God. This meant that they had no concept of anything more than what they had grown up with, which were idols that would fall short of the actual living God of the universe. And because of all these things, the last one that they were doing is they were living without hope. When you don't know God and you don't know the promises he made, including the one about a savior, then there wasn't a hope. 
People just lived for the day without knowing about an eternity. All this to say things were tough for the Gentiles. Every single aspect of their life was affected because of their lack of a relationship with God. Now here's something to pay attention to in this. While Paul was, while we've been studying through this letter that Paul wrote, he's actually done this a few times. He will show you where you started. He's showing the Gentile folks that he's writing to where they started. He'll break down all the ways that they used to be messed up, all the ways that we used to be messed up, and help you feel that. So just then, he can point it back to where you are now because of Jesus. So here's what Paul had to write next. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two groups. Together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death. He brought the, this good news of peace to you Gentiles who are far away from him, and peace to the Jews who are near. Now, all of us can come to the Father through the Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Oh man, this side of it is so much sweeter. You were godless, uncivilized, classless, but now you are united with Christ. Through his sacrifice, you have been brought closer to him than ever before. Not only that, but Jesus brought peace and broke down the wall that stood between the Jewish people and the Gentiles, which is everyone else. The wall that stood between them was brought on by the Mosaic Law. Because when Jesus had laid his life down, he fulfilled all the demands of the law and ended it as a rule of life for the Jewish people. Once that law was fulfilled and finished as a rule of life, things could change. Now remember, in the law, there were all kinds of rules about what you could and couldn't eat, what was clean, what was unclean. And what ended up happening is that there were people that were unclean. When Jewish people were following the law, it actually caused them to keep clear of Gentiles. Those acts of keeping Gentiles away created hostility between the Jewish people and everyone else. That hostility is what Jesus destroyed by fulfilling the law. Not only that, Jesus didn't just lump us Gentiles in with the Jews, and he didn't turn all of us, uh, all the Jewish people, into Gentiles. What happened was that Jesus created something completely new. The way that this new thing was created was through the good news, otherwise known as the gospel. Now, when I say the gospel, this is what I mean. That Jesus, God in human form, came down to the earth. He was human just like you and me and God at the same time. He was tempted. He felt the same frustration and despair in the world that we all have. However, he lived a life completely without sin. He's the one person that lived a life worthy of hanging out in heaven for all of eternity. But here's what happened. Jesus laid his life down to become the perfect sacrifice for all the ways that we have sinned. He experienced torture up on that cross and gave away his life for all of us so we could experience his grace. 
And all we have to do to access the grace is listen to the message that he left behind for his disciples and eventually us. All we have to do is simply believe that Jesus did all that for us to receive that grace from him. By receiving that grace, our identity changes. We are turned into God's masterpiece. That's the long version. Here's the short one. Jesus died to save us from our sins, and when we believe in him and what he did, we will experience a life and eternity with God. So with the good news, Jesus created a new group of people from these two groups. We would call them Christians or believers in Jesus. That's a piece of it, however. Paul calls this new group of people something else, something sacred and holy. Let's take a look at what he calls us. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together, we are his house built on the foundation of apostles and prophets, and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his Spirit. This is the full transformation here. The godless, uncivilized, classless are now citizens with all of God's holy people. Members of God's family. Welcome to the family, everyone. This gets me all kinds of hyped up. But there's one thing that we need to be, that we need to make clear. Gentiles are not being brought into a new Israel. It's not, they're not being brought into Israel. Right? Just like we mentioned before, Jesus' sacrifice created something completely new. We're not joining Israel where they're at. What Jesus created is something greater than a nation or a type of people. Jesus created a home, something that would house the entire world. And the way he did that was by no longer residing in a temple, but now residing in all of us that believe in Jesus. Paul says that we are now collectively God's holy temple, which at that time was an absolutely revolutionary statement. The reason for that is that the nation of Israel for the nation of Israel, for the Jewish people, that the temple was incredibly important for them. It was the religious, political, social, musical, and cultural heart of their nation. Instead, the living God now moved into all of us. He has moved in the hearts and lives of people and communities that have declared their belief in Jesus and then do their best to live their lives by the gospel. The places that have built sturdy in Jesus. The other part about this section that I really enjoy is how Paul says that we are becoming a holy temple for the Lord, which means that it is happening now, constantly happening. The church has not been built, it is being built. The new temple isn't a structure, it is a living organism. It is made up of all kinds of stones that have been stacked up upon each other, built sturdily with Jesus as the cornerstone. Now what's cool to think about is that even though it's two groups, the Jewish people and the Gentiles, the entire rest of the world is a part of these Gentiles. I mean, that means that God set this thing up to be diverse. There, were, there will be people from different cities, neighborhoods, and parts of the world that are part of this temple. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so encouraged by the community that is being built here at Akuo. We have people from different ages, races, neighborhoods, educations, and living situations coming together to follow Jesus in the best way possible. 
So when you are spending time with us in person at Akuo, I want you to look around. And every time you see someone that doesn't look like you or has a different background from you, I want you to be encouraged because that only highlights the work that Jesus did in his sacrifice. Our unity, in spite of our diversity, is because of Jesus and nothing else. We don't have people join the Okuo community because of a cool building or an amazing pastor or even because our theology is so amazing. It is because Jesus is among us. And to be honest, that's all we need. But some of us listening right now might not have that belief in Jesus. And if that's you, first off, I'd like to thank you for listening to this. I'm, I'm grateful you were willing to spend some time with us here today. But if you want more than what you have right now, if you would like to be a part of the temple that God is creating, then I'd like to help walk you through receiving that. To do that, all you have to do is have a conversation with Jesus and let him know that you believe. And what I want you to do right now is lead you in that conversation. And I'll ask the rest of the Akuo community to pray along with you because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community there with you. So if you want to go ahead and confirm your belief in Jesus, just go ahead and say something like this between you and him. Just You can say this along with me, just between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how I give you my life. Amen. I just want you to keep your eyes closed and I want to give you a minute for the first time to just talk with the Lord. Ask him what he wants you to do next. seconds in the last four decades, I would like to lead you in a celebration of Jesus' sacrifice for us to have unity. A celebration of Jesus giving us the ability to create a community unlike anything else. A celebration of Jesus creating one people. What I'd like to do is lead you through communion. So right now to celebrate communion, what you'll need to do is get something to drink and something to eat. Your drink can be just about anything. It can be grape juice or wine or soda. Same thing applies to the food. You can grab a cracker or some bread or tortilla or pan dulce or cookie, whatever. Here's why. The actual method in which we celebrate communion doesn't matter. It's who and what we celebrate during that communion that actually matters. Now, if you need a second to pause, 
uh, this to go grab all of that. You can do just that. Let me just reach down and I've got some water and a nice little peanut butter cracker here to go ahead and, and do our communion. So let's do it. Let's take these moments to remember what Jesus did for us to be one people, unified in community with him and one another. So what I want you to do is take that piece of bread or cracker or, or whatever you might have and take a look at it and understand that this represents Jesus' body that he gave up for us. And by ingesting it, it reminds us that Jesus lives within us, that Jesus laid down his life for us. It reminds us that he is a part of who we are. It reminds us that he is the one that connected us through his body. Now your drink, it represents the blood that Jesus spilled for you to save your life. It represents the way that Jesus washed away every wrong thing you have ever done in your life and everything wrong you will ever do in the future. Now what I want you to do is go ahead and, and drink that water. Drink that drink. And what I want you to do is give you a few moments to appreciate Jesus laying his life down so we could be united in him. So we could live our lives in that way that no one else was able to live before. Now also during this moment, what I want you to do is ask Jesus how you can be connecting to your community. How you can be helping create one people in your neighborhood. I'll give you a minute to do just that. Thank you so much for being a part of this today. Before we go, there are definitely a few things that I'd like to share with you. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is what we've been talking about today. It's community. 
And the way that we, one of the ways that we are able to build community here at Akuo is through our community groups that will be kicking off for the fall semester this week. Now, if you are able to join us in person, we're gonna have community group leaders in the service today that you can go ahead and meet up with and say hi to. But if you're just online, you're just listening to us, you can just go and, and, and do that online. When you go to our website, community, you can see all the different groups that we have going on from everything from a Friday night karaoke group to a ladies group to a community group specifically for middle and high school students. So again, to see all of those groups, go to akuo.church.com slash community, and one of the things I always say about our community groups, this could be the best thing that you do while you were here at Akuo. Now, the other thing I want to continue to talk about, I'm just gonna keep on saying, is that we need to be linking to our community in every single way possible. That's what we were created for, right? That's what Jesus did, is he had us get connected to people around us. So I want you to be looking out in your community and figure out how we can be linking there. And then from there, let us know what is needed. And Akuo, our church, our community, will go and help you do that thing. It could be with resources, it could be with people, I don't know, but whatever it is, I want you to reach out to us when you find it. To do that, you can email me directly at humby.cedaveta at akuo.church. I'm looking forward to hearing how we will be linking to our community next. And for some of us, it might not be going and doing something out in the community that, that you're interested in. You might be interested in like helping do something here at Akuo. That might be where you feel called to do something. And if that's you, feel free to reach out to us on social media in a, in a direct message, or you can email me, same thing, same address, humby.stadaveta at akuo.church. And the next thing I'd like to do is talk about all the ways, or about the ways that we can be sacrificially generous here at Akuo. Now, however it is you decide to do it, whatever amount you decide is, is not important to me. What I want you to do is talk to God about it. Ask him how generous he wants you to be, and then follow him in that moment. And if you aren't sure where to start or you haven't heard from the Lord just yet, one of the many ways that you can express your generosity here at Akuo is through the biblical method of generosity called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. That could be one of the places that you start. Now, for some of us, sacrificial giving might not be a possibility right now. Things might be really tough for you and your family, and that's okay. If things are tough for you right now, please, Allow us to help you out. Now, what we want to do is be linked to you during your tough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you know someone that needs help, let us know. All you have to do to do that is go to our website, akuo.church, and click on the Contact Us link. You can also send us an email at help at akuo.church, or you can call or text the church at 210 901 8785. Now, if you're willing to give here to Kuo Church, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. Now, when you get there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions that you will see on the screen. We also have a text to give option. For that, all you have to do is text akuo, A-K-O-U-O, in the dollar amount you want to give to the number 77977. If you don't want to give electronically, we also have our P.O. Box available if you would like to send your gift through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail your check to Akuo at P.O. Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. 
All right, guys, it's all the time that I have for you today. I just want you to know that I love and appreciate all of you, and I will be praying for you all week long. Our entire Kuo team will be praying for you all week long because we love you and we want the best for you. Now, before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. So Jesus, I just ask as people turn off their phones and uh, close their laptops and turn off a TV, I pray that you would be continuing to speak to them. I pray that you would show them all the different ways that you are in the people around them. I pray that they would see you in the people that they go to work with. I pray that they would see you in the people that they attend church with. I pray that they would see you in their family members, even the ones that aren't that great. I pray that they would be able to look at them and see you. And Jesus, I pray that they would be able to link to all those different people because you were there. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen. All right, that's all that we have for you this week. We will see you at a community group this week. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.